percent righteousness. Yo, Angelo Yee, I love you. Fifty percent ratchetness. Becoming the most prominent form for him. Wake your ass up. Yeah, it's early in the morning, but they tell me it was y'all. I say, oh hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy, your people's choice. Angela Yee, I'm a sweetheart, but I'll cut you. Charlemagne the God, Prince of Pissing People Over. I can't believe you guys are the best, kid. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. He did the yo, 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 yo from the hall. Hey, man. It's impressive. <laughs> you know, you got to do what we got to do. Hey, man. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday. What's happening? What's going on out there? How you guys feeling? Hopefully everything is good. Let me plug up. Yesterday, um, you know, my kids, you know, I have a, a smaller group of kids, a seven, a six, and a four, and they, you know, started back in sports, and I had to teach them how to play basketball and teach them how to play baseball, but it's, you forget that it's really hard to teach a kid because you almost think that they should know, right? So when you roll them the ball and the ball goes to their legs, you're like, put the glove down, you know what I mean? It's, it's difficult, but I'm... I'm now, I, what, what form of baseball do you teach them? Because you're Dominican, mm-hmm. so, you know, y'all do stickball too, right? That's what it's called? Or oh, handball. It's, it's called, like baseball, there's man. There's stickball, there's a handball, and there is baseball. But I'm teaching okay. baseball. All right. All right? Um, but I'm not Dominican, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. So nice. That was, that was my fun yesterday. And then basketball, <laughs> trying to teach them how to dribble. And they don't want to dribble. They just want to shoot. Like, no dribble. dribble. Did they watch the Knicks versus the Nets? No, they didn't watch the game the Nets, last night. The Nets versus the Knicks? Yeah. Yeah, but I know that the Nets won. I do know that. Oh, okay. And Baylor won last night, too, in yeah. the NCAA uh Mills Gonzaga, tournament. that's right, 86-70. Yeah, Gonzaga beat UCLA the other night for no reason. Now, UCLA game took a lot out of Gonzaga, though. Mm-hmm. That was such a, you know, down-to-the-wire game. One on a last-second shot, so it took a lot out of them. But, salute to the NCAA for successfully completing both uh, the NCAA women's tournament and, and women's tournament. That's right. Drop on the clues bonds for the NCAA. Okay. That was pretty dope. Now, this morning, we got a special guest joining us. Who we got? She goes by the name of Kelly Price. Oh, man. Now, if you don't know who Kelly Price is, let me break it down. Kelly Price is a dope vocalist, probably one of the best out there. She can sing her ass off. She's uh, sing with Mariah Carey, the More Money, More Problems record. She That's Whitney her voice Houston. on there. Uh, Whitney Houston. She's been on Jay-Z's album, the Locks album. She can, not, she, she, she can sing, she can sing. She's wrote for so many different people. Kelly Price is a legend. Bro. Absolutely. So, a whole legend. She came out as a solo artist, as an artist, and I wouldn't say the industry blackballed her, but they... At the time, she was very big, very overweight, and they kind of, you know, wouldn't push her because of her weight. She still was successful uh, in spite of, though. Super yeah, successful She should have been of. way bigger. The, the amount I of records Kelly she was, was writing. Kelly was pretty big, bro. You talking about no. three decades? Yeah, she had some big hits. Yeah. She should have been way bigger than remember she was. Remember Heartbreak Hotel with Whitney Houston? Kelly Price was... Yeah. And, she oh, was Kelly a friend was of that, right? mine. Yeah, Kelly yeah. was pretty. Kelly was a pretty. Big I think deal. she could have been a lot bigger. She was. She was so dope. I just remember her singing and and how her vocals captured people. And then she did the mixtape records. She was just a dope artist. So we're gonna talk to Kelly Price today. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, yes. And let's talk about six people 
were killed, well, died in an apparent murder-suicide after these two brothers made a pact. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. Where we starting, Yee? Well, let's start with Major League Baseball. They pulled out of doing the All-Star game in Atlanta. So now they have moved the game to Coors Field in Denver. That's home of the Colorado Rockies. I see people beefing over that a little bit. I see Stacey Abrams and uh, uh, Alon Omar. Are, are, are not at odds, but, you know, Alon is with the boycott and Stacey's not with it. Yeah, it, I mean, it takes away money and jobs, but if you want to make a statement, change laws, maybe you got to put some pressure on. Mm-hmm. All right, oh, I just want to say one thing. Yeah, I was going to say that the Texas mm-hmm. Ranger game looked crazy. Yeah, you. Yeah, they sold over 38,000 tickets to their home opener. The overall capacity is about 40,000. So it's one of the first full-capacity sporting events in a year. Hey, man. Herd immunity. That looks It looks so crazy. <laughs> there was no space. There was no masks. It was crazy. Hey, man. it's Texas, man. Everything's big in Texas, including coronavirus numbers. All right. Now, speaking of Texas, two brothers are accused of gunning down four family members inside of their house in Texas before then turning the weapons on themselves. They plotted this crime for months, according to reports. Police believe that Farhan Tauhid, 19, and his older brother, 21-year-old Tanver Tauhid, carried out the carnage Saturday at the family's home in Allen. Now, he wrote a suicide note. He said, hey, everyone, this is Farhan, the 19-year-old. I killed myself and my family. All six victims of the family are from Bangladesh, including the brother's parents, their sister, and their grandmother. They were discovered by police. They were dead with gunshot wounds. It was a wellness check that happened at about 1 a.m. yesterday. Is it that so much Farhan more? wrote in... Mm-hmm. Okay. Farhan wrote in his note, if I just killed myself, they would be miserable. I love my family. I genuinely do. And that's exactly why I decided to kill them. Okay. Is it that much going on in the world that I'm just hearing about this story now? You would think that a story of a man killing his whole family and killing himself would be two brothers at yeah. least front page news. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't see it. At all. <laughs> just the first time yeah, I'm hearing this. I didn't see it on the news. Nothing. And I watch CNN all day long and MSNBC. I didn't see this at all. Well, both of the brothers actually were battling depression. According to the note they left, they said the plan was simple. We get two guns. I take one and shoot my sister and grandma while my brother kills our parents with the other. Then we take ourselves out. Damn. I don't understand people like that, man. If you if you want to take yourself out, take yourself out. But why do you got to take all these people with you? Like, what does that do for you at the end of the day? Especially if you now already say- know you don't want to be here no more. They said 19-year-old Farhan left a suicide note, and in that he says that uh, he's been trying to get help with depression since high school. He's been on medications. At times it worked, and at times it didn't. We are really failing people in regard to mental health, man, because there's no way somebody in, in grade school didn't see the signs in either one of those individuals. And you can't just throw people on medication. Like You got to sit down and really, really, really treat people. I don't get it. Farhan's twin sister, Farben, actually had a full scholarship to NYU. Mm. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Now her whole life gone because Mm-mm-mm. of this individual who didn't clearly get the help that he needed. Damn. All right. Now, as we're talking about 
Uh, games opening back up, a dangerous COVID-19 variant that has spread. And we've been hearing about this variant that came first, they said was identified in the UK, has now been reported in every state in the US. Experts are concerned about these variants spreading and that they could send cases surging. So they said, according to the director for the Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy, said America appears to be done with the pandemic. The virus is not done with us. On a scale of one, uh, to you going to die, how strong is the variant? How fatal is it? Well, they said uh, more than 15,000 cases of the variant is more, and they said it's more deadly, have been reported in the U.S. So I don't know how many people have died from the variant, but they're saying that there's been more than 15,000 cases. They're saying it appears to be more deadly. They are saying that you should wait a little bit longer before you try to return to normal as we are trying to get Americans vaccinated in time. So they said the existing vaccines are very effective against the variant, but the bad news is the U.S. may not be able to administer them fast enough, even though we're actually vaccinating people five times faster than the global average. They said at least uh, 40% of adults have gotten at least one shot. That's crazy. Mm. Feels like they don't know what's going on. They feel like this thing just continues to move and change and... Oh boy. I think they're just trying to scare people into getting the vaccine, which is fine. You know what I mean? If if you want people to take the vaccine, but I think that's what this is. Mm. A lot of fear mongering to get people to take the vaccine. All right. Well, they ain't have to scare me. I took it. And that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you have to vent, phone lines are wide open. Let's talk. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Hello, who's this? It's Chris, man. Chris, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. I'm trying to see I get my car in the car shop. Oh, um, you, you from Atlanta, Chris? No, nah, man, I'm in uh, Ohio. Ohio? What kind of car is it? I got a Pontiac G6, man. It's clean? Is it clean? Yeah, it got the butterfly dog on that bitch. Okay, all right. Well, the car show is July 3rd. I mean, it, the ticket's almost sold out, but if you want to get your car in the show, uh, you can email djmvcarshow at gmail.com. But the car show is July 3rd in Atlanta. So if you're around the Atlanta area, spring 4th of July weekend with me, I'm going to have my family there. But uh, I would love to see the car or DM me the car, the picture of the car, brother. All right, well, well let me get my re- my request in now, man, because you be on the radio line. What you want here? <laughs> Play some, play some Webby, man. Some Webby? I ain't hear Webby in a long time. I got you. Webby in the mix. I got That's you, He's a liar. All right. Why would you just lie to him, him like that? Hello, who's this? Hey, what up, dog? This is Drew. Drew, what's up? Get it off your chest. Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, uh, first, I just want to say, you know, you guys are inspirational in so many ways. Uh, yeah, I'm from Detroit, so, you know, I appreciate everything that you do uh, for the city. Envy, um, I bought my first house last year, man. It's a pretty big deal. I, Congrats, um, bro. Thank you, Charlemagne. Uh, you know, your take on mental health, man, is definitely inspirational. Um, and I'm also kind of disappointed because you said Tom Brady is the greatest white man of all time. Yes. Uh, Stan Lee is the greatest white man of all time. Oh, you're right. Yes. I don't know how you, a Marvel head, or alleged Marvel head, can overlook Ooh. the great Stan Lee. Nah, you, you, you might be right. Don't don't you need white yeah. people? To, don't you need white people to talk about the greatest white person? No, we don't. Time? White people have been telling us who we are forever. Okay, no. <laughs> white people uh, put, gave us our place in the caste system and didn't ask us our permission. So yes, we will rank them as we see fit. 
All right. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. And black men don't cheat. Thank you, everybody. Have That's a right. Day. There you go. All right. <laughs> I agree with that one. Hello, who's this? Yo, big chocolate to toast, sucker. How oh, are we doing, gang? Goodness. All right? Where oh, you been, wow. Yo, two quick things. Let me say, God bless DMX, get well soon, and Envy, listen, tell Angela Attitude E and the bald head buckwheat Charlemagne, watch my YouTube video with Snoop Dogg and laugh at my jokes. Will you, pal? Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Life Isn't was that so an old video? That's definitely, oh, that's his only video. Snoop's not even in the video. He's not in the video? It is him stalking no. Snoop at a casino when Snoop was DJing or something like that. So you really watched it? I want to check. I want to support, you know. You want to support him? I can't believe you saying. watched it. Well, thank you for doing that so we don't have to. Exactly. Absolutely. He said it's trash, Big Chocolate. Get it off your chest. <laughs> a big two, what's the name? Big Chocolate, a toe sucker? Get it off your chest. <laughs> there you go. 585 It felt weird coming from you. I know, right? <laughs> Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Brooklyn. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Quick question. I got like Are you at work right now? What's that noise in the background, bro? Oh, that's my van, my work van. Okay, go ahead. I, I got like, like $15,000, $20,000, whatever, and I'm trying to like like buy a house but like not pay for it. And there's this guy that's online. He got like a um like one of them courses where you can basically pay for it, and he'll show you how to um get a house without... Like using your own money. How much and is the cost? Like, no, so the cost. You think I should? How much is the cost? Like, 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 what's your advice on like basically trying to get? How much is the cost? Um, three thousand dollars. Okay, definitely not paying no goddamn three thousand dollars. Put it like this: that three thousand dollars you could use to purchase a house. They're gonna teach you about wholesale, and that's where you are you able to purchase a home without any cash down but that's not your house what you do is you pretty much are the middleman between two people buying and selling a home that takes a lot of work i wouldn't necessarily agree but may 2nd i'm gonna be in new jersey doing a real estate course so if you want to come and we'll have a wholesaler there that breaks it down we'll have different people there that breaks it down so that way you can learn about real estate without necessarily having to put three thousand dollars down i would never pay three thousand dollars on the course okay so right. if you could, may second so if you can hold off until may second i'm doing one in new jersey and if you dm me right now what's your name matter of fact just hold on the line let's hold on the line i'll give you a ticket so you can come and you can learn for yourself and you know hopefully and you know how's your credit i'm like the average black person i don't have credit my credit is twisted okay you need to fix your credit first you got to get your credit up first that's just as as a, even if you're buying a house or not you got to fix your credit okay that's very important credit is very important no matter what you do in this world whether you need a car or a credit card or a crib and if you need credit, the credit dude. Just at the credit dude, hit him up, tell him I sent you. He'll take care of you. And then just meet me at the course May 2nd in New Jersey, and we'll break everything down for real estate, and it ain't going to cost you 3000 brother. All right. All right, brother. Hold on. All right? I got you. And for everybody out there, do not spend four, five, dollars $10,000 on these courses. Just think about it like this. That money you could have used to put down on your house, and at least you have something. Do not put that money down on those courses. I think it's too expensive, it's too much money, and they get you. And then when you put that money down, then they charge you another amount of money to speak to somebody else. It's, it's, I'm not going to say it's a scheme, but it's very scamish. You just messed up my whole flow. I was about to announce my $10,000 course. <laughs> Yo, shut up, man. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Kiara. Hey, Kiara. It's a bad one's birthday, huh? It's, it's a, a bad, bad one's birthday, birthday, huh? It's a bad one's birthday. Hey, one time for the birthday. <laughs> Happy born day, Kiara. <laughs> 
Thank you so much. Listen, I love you guys. I'm so glad I was able to get on today and talk to you guys. So, like I said, it is my birthday, so I have a request. I hope you guys can do it. What, what's that? If it's I playing a song, like no. I want you guys, I would love for you guys to follow me just for 24 hours. Just for today, for my birthday. Right, we can, I could do that. Okay, what's your Instagram? Everybody okay, follow you. Yay! Okay, it's pretty underscore girl underscore Kiara. K-I-A-R-A. I'm calling out of Atlanta, so just so y'all know. How you spell Kiara? K-I-A-R-A. I see it. Okay, I need you to do me one favor. You ain't following us. Yes, I am. Yeah, that's messed up. I got the wrong. Oh, pretty girl, pretty underscore girl. Did it say underscore. I'm gay in your bio? No, it does not. <laughs> Hold on. Does it say blessed beyond measure? Are you from Atlanta? I am in Atlanta, but no, my name is Kiara Bennett. It's pretty. Yeah, this is girl, it. I see it. Yeah, it says I she's an actress. actress oh, she doesn't it. follow I us. It. I got it. I got it. I got it. Do me one favor, though. What's up? Call me tomorrow to remind me to unfollow you. Nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> They're on their own with that one. But how you don't follow us, but you want us to follow you? I feel like that's a little rude. Yeah, you don't follow us. I do follow she you She'll follow me. Oh, you just follow Charlamagne. She'll follow me. I'm not following you till you follow me. That means she got taste. Okay, hold on. Let me do that. Don't hang up on me. I thought I was following hey. all of you guys. You a stripper? It's her birthday. I'm not a stripper, but I do pole dance classes. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the, how far did you go down? That's on the third right. picture. Third picture. I know. Listen, that is not even why I'm called, okay? <laughs> well, happy born day. Guys, know that I love you all. I'm traveling. I have both of your audiobooks, so thank you so much for your positivity and your light. You are a gem in the culture. I love you all. Thank you thank so you. much for following me. I'm following you guys. I apologize. Who's this guy you kissing? Who's this guy you kissing? And you taking off his towel? Damn, MV, Larry. I'm an actress. Oh, I'm an actress. If you like audiobooks, make sure you download um, We've Got Answers. That's something I dropped uh, last Wednesday on Audible. It's only on yes. Audible, though. This yes, page is too much for me. Done. There's a lot going on in this page. Too much? Halfway porn. You no, know who follows not. me? That you guys about to bring. I, yes, I do. I just did. All right. Oh, no, I was going to say, you know who follows me, and I hope they don't unfollow me? The White House. They okay. only follow oh. 11 people. Cool. Oh, wow. So you you popping, girl. <laughs> All right. Well, Kiara, have a great birthday, so, Mama. Thank you so much. Can I say one more thing real quick? So yeah. I just have a question for Andy. Um, Your car show is here coming up in July. And you're already sold out for the VIP tickets. Do you plan on opening up anymore, or is that just done? Uh, Give her some for her birthday, Envy. I can't. I got you for your birthday. Yeah, you're right. Um, but no, I can't open up anymore until the city opens up. Um, so hopefully the city yeah. will open up some more tickets and we can allow more people in. But uh, for okay. right now, but you ain't got to worry. Like you said, I got you. Oh, thank you so much. Happy birthday, thank okay? You. Don't don't cheer yet. He might put you on hold know, and hang right? up on you. That's so let's <laughs> now we got you, Kia. Make sure that it gets done first. Don't let him unfollow okay. you before this. Right. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Yes. Since we're talking about cars, you saw the car Kevin Hart just bought for $825,000. I've seen that. That's nice. Pocket change for Kevin Hart. All right. And aside from that, let's talk about Paul Pierce. He lost his job. We'll tell you why. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's Justin. All the guys. The Rumor Report with Angela Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, DMX, his family, friends, fiance, kids, fans, everybody has turned out. They actually announced there was going to be a prayer vigil outside the White Plains Hospital in New York. And hundreds of people showed up to pray for DMX. 
That was amazing. Did y'all see the video yeah, and see all the people outside? I really did. Dope, mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of prayers up for DMX, man. Pray for that mm -hmm. brother as hard as he would pray for you because you know he would. DMX would pray anywhere, anytime for anybody. So Facts. that energy should be given back to uh, Mr. Earl Simmons right now. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, DMX, as you know, has been in the hospital since Friday night. He had a heart attack. They uh, are saying that he overdosed Friday night. And they did try to resuscitate him to keep him alive, but they said he was left without oxygen to his brain for nearly 30 minutes, which resulted in very little brain activity. So we are praying for a miracle. Yeah. All right, Kodak Black security guard was reportedly shot early Monday morning. Tallahassee police are investigating the incident. This took place in a Florida McDonald's parking lot and resulted in one of Kodak Black security guards being shot in the leg. Yeah, that's the other thing people don't realize. Security guards can get shot too. That's why I don't understand people who try to use their security guards like goons, as if goons can't get clapped. You know what I mean? Security guards are supposed to be for defense, not offense. Right. And this proves that, you know, yes, yeah, security guards are not bulletproof. Was Kodak in the okay. car? Because I thought they said Kodak wasn't in the car. Was he in the car? Well, they rushed him away in a separate vehicle after this happened. So they they stopped at a nearby McDonald's. That's when uh, the car, this car that attempted to cut them off uh, followed them, and then they returned and opened fire from their vehicle, leaving one security guard with serious injuries. Damn. That security guard was taken to the hospital, and they said Kodak was rushed away in a separate vehicle after picking up his order. See? Well, they really was trying to get somebody. Because, by the way, if somebody's really trying to get you, they're going to shoot through your security, too. Mm -hmm. Okay? I mean, even presidents get shot with Secret Service. So don't think it can't happen to you because you got a bunch of security guards. All right, Paul Pierce is no longer with ESPN, and people are speculating it's because of a video that he posted. Now, in the video, you can see there's some women, like, twerking on the floor, and he's uh, smoking and having some drinks, and here is Paul Pierce. Yo, just want to thank all my supporters. I want to thank my haters and everything. Look, but check it out. Bigger and better things coming, baby. Don't worry about it. Fall twice, you get up three times. You know, just always remember to smile, baby. Now, how do we know Paul Pierce wasn't already uh, parting ways with Getting ESPN? Fired and he already knew? Yeah, because this was very YOLO-ish. All right, he yeah. knows that he works for ESPN and Disney. He knows how strict they are. For Paul Pierce to do something like that, I think Paul Pierce kind of already knew he was parting ways. I don't know. Though. Maybe. I, Maybe. Right. And like I just said, we don't know if it's because of this video that he's not there. People are speculating. And then it seems like he responded to the reports of him no longer being at ESPN. And he posted big things coming soon. Stay tuned. Make sure you smile. I mean, Truth I, shall set you free. I have thoughts on the situation. I'll unpack them further in Donkey of the Day. But the moral of the story is I'm not mad at Paul Pierce for what he did. I'm mad at him for how he did it. Okay. You work for Disney. You All know right. what you signed up for. You know they strict, family-friendly. You can smoke weed. You can drink. you in L.A. Both those things are legal. You can be around strippers. But don't put it on Instagram. Maybe he don't care, though. Maybe it's one of those things where, like he said, he, he had something in the works. He's like, yo, F it. But I'm even out. still, you're 43 years old. Let the young boys do young boy things. You're supposed to be a seasoned veteran. Everything don't need to be on the gram. All right. And Kevin Hart bought a 1959 Chevrolet Corvette for $825,000 at an auction. Mm -hmm. That is, um, yeah, he went to Barrett Jackson Scottsdale auction and he got that Corvette. So. Pocket change for Kevin Hart. Yeah, his collection is is crazy, insane. And he has a type of collection that just increases in value. So uh, in the next 10 years, that car will probably be worth well well over a million dollars. Pocket change. Whatever uh, uh, King 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 uh, Joffrey gave uh, Akeem in the first coming to America and Simi. 
Pocket change. Pocket change. Okay. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. We got front page news next. Let's talk about the two teenage girls who are accused of killing an Uber driver in that carjacking that happened in D.C. So we'll tell you what is happening with them. They're expected to reach a plea deal. All right. And also Kelly Price will be joining us next hour. So don't Hey, move. and Sarah, Sarah uh, uh, Jake Roberts will be joining us the hour after. That. Oh, 8 o'clock? Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Mountain Dew is partnering with HBCUs in an effort to uplift the next generation of badass black innovators and entrepreneurs with the Real Change Opportunity Fund Pitch Competition. Empowering students to go out and do. Visit mountaindew.com slash real change to enter. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Now, NCAA men's basketball, Gonzaga lost to Baylor 86-70. Now, what else we got, Yeezy? And also, don't forget the Nets versus the Knicks game. You know what that score was? No, I don't, but the Nets won. All right. That's what All right, now let's, <laughs> let's talk about Derek Chauvin's trial. Day six was yesterday, and what were some of the takeaways from day six of Derek Chauvin's trial? Well, Minneapolis Police Chief Medaria Arredondo took the stand and testified about Derek Chauvin and how he did not follow protocol. Do you believe that the defendant followed Departmental Policy 5-304 regarding de-escalation? I absolutely do not agree with that. That action is not de-escalation. When we talk about uh, the framework of our sanctity of life and when we talk about the principles and values that we have, that, that action um, goes contrary to what we're taught. Was this a trained Minneapolis Police Department defensive tactics technique. It is not. I feel stronger about Derek Chauvin going to prison. I hope you so. You know, I right. do. I do. And I, 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 I don't know what the sentence is going to look like, but I, I feel confident in saying that he will be sentenced. All right. The police chief also had some things to say about this neck restraint that Derek Chauvin did. Is this a neck restraint? The conscious neck restraint by policy mentions light to moderate pressure. And when I look at the facial expression of, of, of Mr. Floyd, that does not appear in any way, shape, or form that that is like to moderate pressure. So is it your belief then that this particular form of restraint violates departmental policy? I absolutely agree that violates our policy. All right. Mm-hmm. Also, the physician, the a doctor who actually uh, said that George Floyd had passed, Dr. Lagenfeld was on the stand and he talked about how George Floyd died. Because Mr. Floyd had been in arrest for, by this time, 60 minutes, I determined that the likelihood of any meaningful outcome was far below 1% and that we would not be able to resuscitate Mr. Floyd. And so I then pronounced him dead. Was your leading theory then for the cause of Mr. Floyd's cardiac arrest oxygen deficiency? That was one of the more likely possibilities. I felt that at the time, based on the information I had, it was more likely than the other possibilities. Yeah. I saw people upset about him saying that yesterday for whatever reason. I saw Kiki Palmer and Queen Naja, you know, talk about that. He said, you know, insufficient oxygen. And they were like, what the hell is he even talking about? But I I don't know what they thought the doctor was saying, but that's exactly what you want the doctor to say. Insufficient oxygen means loss of air. 
This is exactly what the Asphyxia. prosecutor. Yes, this is exactly what the prosecutor needed the doctor to say. He had a loss of air because he got choked out by Derek Chauvin's knee. It wasn't no. Well, the defense is trying to say it was a heart attack or drug overdose because he was on opioid. So that's what they're trying to say. But what this doctor is pointing out that it was indeed a lack of oxygen. Yes. So I don't know why this. people were upset about mm-hmm. him saying that. I saw, you know, saw Queen Naja and Kiki Palmer upset. But no, this, that's exactly what you want. The but doctor the doctor said. did also agree because on cross-examination, that's when the defense came up and talked about whether the use of certain drugs like fentanyl and methamphetamine can cause sharpness of breath and suppress a person's breathing. And the doctor did agree that the use of those drugs can cause that. Yes, but that's not what happened with George Floyd. Because, yes, the use of those drugs can cause that. But he said verbatim. George Floyd died because he had insufficient oxygen, meaning a loss of air because Derek Chauvin had his knee on George Floyd's neck. Yes. So, yes, two things can be true, but not in this case. All right. And the two teen girls accused of killing an Uber driver and a botched carjacking in D.C. are expected to reach a plea deal with prosecutors in that case. They're due back in court on April 20th. As you know, they are 13 years old and 15. They've been charged with felony murder, carjacking and armed robbery in that deadly incident. And under D.C. law, the 13 year old cannot be charged as an adult, even in a murder case. The 15 year old could be charged as an adult, but that would increase the burden of proof on prosecution in juvenile court in that district. Defendants who are found responsible meaning guilty, may only be jailed until the age of 21, according to news outlets. And so what do you do with them on, until the age of 21? Yes, you put them in prison, but shouldn't you have them in some type of Juvenile. rehab facility? Yeah. You know what I mean? Make them Should, go to school. Yeah, them- man. Shouldn't you be trying to turn them into upstanding citizens? Absolutely. You know, Ho- Hopefully do a mentoring pro- uh, pro- program yes. or something. Absolutely. Dealing, dealing with whatever psychosis they may have going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Just helping them out so they can be productive moving forward? I think so. That's why All I right, well, that is your tonight. front page news. They call it correctional facilities, but there ain't no correcting going on. Because if you take a 13 and a 15-year-old, you're supposed to put them somewhere where you can correct them. Juvenile. You know what I mean? Juvie, something, yeah. Send them to the NOI. NOI know what to do with them. All right, well, that is your front page news. Now, when we come back, Kelly Price will be joining us. Now, Kelly Price... Uh, a great vocalist, uh, uh, an amazing writer. She's been on records with Whitney Houston, with uh, Jay-Z, with Diddy. She's on More Money, More Problems. She's singing the hook on that. And a host of others. Mariah I mean, Heartbreak Carey. Hotel. I mean, you, you name it. She She's written for Ronald Isley. So many different people. And we're going to talk to her. When she did As We Lay. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk to her when we come back. All right, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. That's right, Kelly Price. Welcome. Thank you. This How you my, feeling? I'm. You know what? Great. Happy to be alive. I didn't know you were from Queens, New York. Yeah. Far Rockaway. Yeah. So some respect. Outside of Jamaica, from the hood. Far Rockaway. Yeah. How the hell Edgemere did you project? make it out of Far Rockaway, Queens? <laughs> <laughs> we got put out. We were homeless. Okay. Yeah, and, you know, kind of rolling around and landed. But my grandfather's church was on the south side of Jamaica, so, like, those were my stomping grounds. I was between Far Rockaway and south side of Jamaica. And so, yeah, all day long, I'm, yeah. So for people that don't know. Yeah, yeah, we were homeless a lot. Really? Yeah. I was homeless probably for the last time right before I turned 18. Wow. Times were crazy. My dad... um, 
he passed when I was nine, right before my 10th birthday, but he had a substance abuse problem. And so, you know, there was that. Mm -hmm. um, and so my mother trying to raise three girls in this city and on welfare and, you know, all of it. How did, did you grow you, up in the church also? I did. Mm -hmm. My grandfather was my first pastor. And so we, I feel like I was in church nine days a week. When you're homeless, right, what gives you the audacity to hope, the audacity to dream? I'm, I'm going to tell you something, and it sounds crazy. It was my faith. It was this belief that as long as I do my part and I'm, I'm respectful about it, God has to make it happen for me. You know, mm -hmm. people, whether whether you put it out, like some people say what goes around comes around. If you mm -hmm. call it the universe, whatever it is, there are laws and principles in life, period, that if followed, they have to service you back. It's so easy to be bitter in a situation like that, yeah. though. Yeah, no, no. I I just wanted a better day. Mm -hmm. And then turning up pregnant at 18 years old, coming from this real sanctified family, I was like, okay, so now what you going to do? Because you're getting ready to have a baby. Mm -hmm. And at this point, I'm sleeping in the downstairs level of my grandparents' house. I don't want to tell them that I'm pregnant. So all of this is happening. And the Mariah Carey gig happened, like, early in my pregnancy. Did, did the family push you away? Off. Did they push you away because they so into the church, so about values? Did they say, you know what, we don't want you here? Mm -mm. No, no. I have to honestly say that as strict as that upbringing was, I have to say my grandparents, they weren't happy about it, but they embraced me. They didn't make me feel like I was dirty. They were transformative for me in that they were the catalyst to having me think another way about what I'd been hearing in church. Your grandparents gave you something that um, that you named your new album after. Grace. Yeah. yeah. Grace. Yeah. And, and I always say, you know, like, I was going to ask you, when is the time that you needed grace? But you, yeah. you, you answered it. Yeah, I've needed yeah. grace a lot in my life. And we all do. Every time I've talked about this project, when people ask me, I say I think the problem is is that we as humans, we really can do better about extending grace to other people. Yes, ma'am. Most of the time, we don't realize how important grace is until we need it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. I have a, a U-verse reading plan that's coming out, I think, in about two weeks on the subject of grace. Mm -hmm. And I broke the word down um, into an acronym. Um, grace is a gift. It's the gift of giving, responsibility, accountability of yourself, and to expect accountability of other people. Mm -hmm but with compassion and empathy. Ooh, I love that. That's real grace. Right. Because at some point when you need it, yeah. that's right. That's what you're going to want. Why doesn't this era give more grace? You know, cancel culture is the is the polar opposite of grace. Yes. Everybody's screaming cancel, 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 but you're not going to want to hear cancel when it's time to cancel you. That's right. <laughs> So did you watch Versus? Because I know, obviously, Izzy Brothers played a really important role in your career. So what did you think of okay, the Versus? So I haven't seen it all the way through because I literally went to bed early. So I started <laughs> watching some of it, and I want to see the rest of it. So everybody was like, you got to pick one. You got to pick one. I'm like, but I love them both. Mm -hmm. Having to pick one, of course I'm going to say yeah, Ronald you're Isley. You're like, biased. I'm super yeah. biased. You can't ask me. Mm -hmm. Like, the dude, literally, when everybody was telling me I was too fat, too black, and too loud to make a record, he was like, you could be 1,200 pounds in blue. Who wouldn't buy that voice? I was wow. like, tell that to everybody else in the business. Like, I'm the chick they hiding in the room with a microphone. Like, yeah, that's so gonna... hard because you were talking, and you've spoken on this before, how when you were about to get a record deal, they had an issue with your weight. Yeah, and they said the, you had the to, you signing actually, they actually sat you down and told you you had to lose weight in order for them to be able to sign you. Was that yeah. with Def Jam? No, it was um, Jive. <laughs> a bunch of jive ass turkeys over there. They, they, they didn't know what the hell he was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Do you think time they wait till signing day? We hadn't been negotiating mm -hmm. for months, 
And I came into the city to sign that day, and they told me to stop by the offices before I went to my attorney to sign And that sign was your first paperwork. deal? That was the first deal. And so um, it, 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 I was choked up, but I was like, you did not cry sitting in this. I was sitting with the head of every department in the conference room. And the, I said, I just have one question. Who gets to say when it's enough? So what did they say? Like in the meeting, they would say, hey, we're going to sign this deal, but... Uh... So we had been in negotiations. The copy, the execution copy was in my attorney's office at that time. Mm -hmm. I got a call from my lawyer saying, go by the Jive offices before you come to sign. They say they need to meet with you about something. Best call I could have ever received. Because had I signed the paperwork first, I would have been locked into something right. and possibly sat on a shelf. Oh, so you turned the deal down? Yeah, I did. I oh, wow. Away. I walked away. See, that's real faith right there. Yeah, yeah. I walked away. And that was that after... More money, more problems after all that the stuff. Was, that was right before it. How, yeah, but how do they say that to you? Um, I walk in, I sit down, and there's awkward silence. And so, you know, I'm like, hey, hi, everybody. It's supposed to be a great um, day. I'm right. signing. Yeah, happy. I'm all We're excited. I'm like, hey, the team, good. the team's yeah, the team's yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about, you know, yeah, they want, we want to know who you want to work with. And okay. Um, and then awkward silence. And so, Jeff Finster. Is his name Jeff Finster? I'm glad you called um, names. I remember I, that I, name. Listen, I'm 48 and I've been doing this for 30 years. That's right. <laughs> I've earned the right to call <laughs> That's names. Right. That's right. Um, That's right. Um, uh, says, you know, why don't we just go ahead and say it? It's, you know, let's just say it. And I'm like, say what? He says, listen, we're going to need you to lose a significant amount of weight mm -mm. before we put this record out. So my eyes, I'm like a deer in headlights in this moment. And so I say, hmm, okay. How much weight? Like, do you want me Whitney Houston thin? Do you want me? Because, like, I, I come from a family where the women, women are, you know, whether mm -hmm. they're bigger or smaller, they're still, they're thick. Mm -hmm. Who gets to decide how much is enough? And no one knew. And nobody knew. And I said, okay, well, then the question is, if I get to a place where I'm feeling okay about it and you don't, what happens to the record? Mm -hmm. And the answer was, we don't know. Wow. Well, you see what happened to Jeff Finster. So what happened to you him? Know. Well, he was—he went over to another label. Allegedly, he was let go because of sexual misconduct with a former employee. Mm. Wow. Mm. It yeah. felt like you know when I was doing mixtapes, everybody knew your name, yeah. right? Because you had vocals, you were singing over everything. But it felt like the world was hiding you, didn't want to see you. Even in the More Money, More Problems video, it was like the little screen and you see your little face in there. <laughs> you see my head bobbing. I was the first bobble head forth, right? inside so, here. How did that feel? Because you knew you could sing. You knew you could outsing most of the people that were out there, but it felt like everybody didn't want to show you. You know, it was interesting. I was just grateful I was asked to be in the video because other people weren't putting me in the video. I've been Martha washed, like, and when I say that, I mean having written for people, and then I would go demo the record. The artist is supposed to go in and sing their own music. I can remember riding down the street and hearing the song start, and I'm like, oh, it's out. But I'm hearing me. Mm. Mm. And I'm like, wow. You said Martha washed. Was, was... As, as in, like, they sometimes the labels would leave my vocals on, but it was their artist. And they wouldn't show them. Is that somebody that, that happened to? Mm -hmm. So um, now what happened with you? You're driving down, you're hearing the song on the radio, and then all of a sudden you're like, yo, this is my voice. Yeah, I was shocked. Sometimes they would come back and say, well, we want to keep your background vocals. That was common. But to hear the record and to hear that in the verses, I'm hearing my voice laced in between, like, and I can hear the punches. My ear is fine-tuned. And you know what I mean when mm -hmm. I say I can hear where they punched, the engineer punched me in and then popped her back in. Who that happened with? Uh, Tasha Holiday. 
And she wouldn't have known that that was what was happening. That's mm-hmm. a call that was over her head. Yeah. She right. had just gotten signed. Somebody at the label said, we don't like it. Fix it up. All right, we got more with Kelly Price. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Baby. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Kelly Price. Yee. Now, during this time when all this is happening, were you married already? I, I got married very early. I right. ended up marrying uh, my baby's dad. Okay. That was that. Now, that was the thing that I should have probably tried to escape. But, you know, growing up the way we did, like, for me, you know, back then it was like, you got pregnant, you get married. Was it, was it good at first? In retrospect, no, it, it was never good. It was just what was supposed to be done. Right. And I think that that's a mistake. Like, I don't think you tell somebody if you're in this position, you need to get married because y'all might not need to be together. Right. right. You feel so, like that was the godly thing to do? Because uh, of the Bible? Oh, that, that's what the church taught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you get the strength to finally leave that Whew. marriage? Because that took a while. It took a long time. How long and it took a lot of it. It was it was whew. like 25 years. Or yeah. Wow. A, a lot of hurt, a lot of mistrust, a lot of outside kids. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, and he was your manager? Yeah. Wow. Jesus, so you was intertwined personally and professionally. Personally and professionally. Like, leaving, I had to rebuild my life. Mm. What was the last straw? What was the, the thing that was like, I'm not, I can't do this anymore? I had a dream, and I saw everything around me burning and mm. being destroyed. And then I saw myself, and I looked really sickly. And then I saw, like, the end of my life. And this was literally a year after my baby sister died. I, that was a rough year for me. What happened with your baby sister? Um, my baby sister um, had a drug issue, and her body was just over it. One by one, her organs started to shut down. And so um, she passed on Easter Sunday in 2014. Wow. Um, and between Damn, that's your birthday. The, yeah. And my grandfather passed on Easter Sunday last year. So this year for me, it was important to refocus and try to reposition this time of the year. Between that time, from the time that she died and that time where I had this dream, pretty much, I packed on probably about 75, 80 pounds. I was drinking very heavily every day, going and doing my shows, knocking them out, getting back to the hotel and drinking until I passed out. Mm. It was a crazy year. And I looked at myself in the mirror on my way to do a show in Chicago. And I broke down crying. I looked at myself. I was like, like, what happened to you? And I said, okay, God, if you give me the strength to get myself together, to pull my life back together, I'll do it. And I had no idea where I was going to go. The kids were grown, though. The least. kids were grown. Yeah, so the that's a relief. The kids were grown. And that, that was the biggest relief for me. I didn't want to blow their life up. You think that's a mistake, too, people who stay together for the kids? Yeah, I think it's worse for kids to see toxic parents like did they, that. Did they ever talk to you about that? I thought I was shielding them from it. And what I didn't learn until they became adults and came back and had conversations with me about it is that, I mean, they they saw things, but they were kind of like sat in the middle of things. I called myself trying to shield it from them. Their father had a very different approach. One of the kids said to me, that their father told them, you know, if you tell your mother, she's going to have a nervous breakdown. She can't handle it. So he kind of dumped the weight of that on them. And literally, I didn't know this until, again, they were grown, they were out of the house, um, and they felt comfortable enough to come and say something to me about it. Because they probably were processing their own traumas. Yeah. And how that that impacted them when they was kids. Yeah, that that angered angered me. It angered me so much. And so to, to what you're saying, no. 
there's no such thing as staying together for the kids. Mm-hmm. You, The way to keep it together is if you're not working, separate, because what that becomes is what they see as mm-hmm. normal. It's a trauma bond. Trauma bonds cause trauma. Yeah. To everybody who sees him. Yeah. Now, did did you? I know your husband didn't just let you go easily. I know he was probably furious. He was, but it wasn't his choice. Mm-hmm. Right. He had the opportunity to hire, you know, whoever he needed to hire to try to do whatever he needed to do, and mm-hmm. you know, I was prepared for it. I was the breadwinner in the family, so I was gripping myself mm-hmm. for what was to happen. You know, if it was devastating financially they or didn't whatever. Fight you at all. Did not. He did not. That was a miracle. I actually was gearing up for a fight. I wanted to go back to your meeting with Jive, right? Like, mm-hmm. psychologically, what happens to you when somebody tells you that you're too big? Like, what, ha- what, what was your mind state moving forward after that meeting? It, it messed with my head. I had heard it said. Like, I'd heard whispers of it. True story. At Daddy's house, working on a record for a group that was signed to Motown. What was their name? Group that was signed to Motown, Puff was producing the record. I was there um, as the vocal producer, and I was there cutting the song on the guys. And so I wanted to make a change lyrically to something. So I told them, y'all take a break. Um, I went and sat in a corner, like behind one of those folding things inside of the, the room where the microphone was, sat on the floor with my pen and pad, and I hear the guys walking in the hallway outside the room then they come into the room and they're having a whole conversation and just out of nowhere the conversation turns to yo did you get a look at her yo she she looks like a fat a nell carter oh god and so but i'm and i'm in the corner and so i'm like dang so they walk out the room they're in the hallway they're in the hallway and i'm sitting i don't want to have that awkward moment of walking out of the room and going past them Mm. but they won't leave and I'm like, okay, you got you on the clock. You got to get the session going. So I pulled it together, walked out the door, and walked past them. And they're looking like, I went back into the control room. They came into the control room. Miss um, Kelly, can we have a word with you? I said, no, we have work to do. We should just go ahead and finish the record. Wow. wow. That group ever pop? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I did we- get an apology from one of the, I, I swear to God, I was walking through an airport and this guy was trying to stop me and he was like remember me I'm like no I don't just tell me where I know you from and he told me he said well remember when you did that song for the group and blah blah he said we were idiots we were blah 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 yada, yada. and I'm I'm like well what you got going on right now he's like no we're still trying to figure it out and I'm but I'm you know this is years later and I'm like okay <laughs> God bless you God bless you, you popping your <laughs> yeah. so yeah. What, what was your next deal at after that because you do the job um, deal away through the, yeah through the job deal away because y'all made so much music okay, and so, everything <laughs> true story he did put an offer on the table and I said no <laughs> He it started. It, so there was a bit of a bidding war that did happen. It ended up being between MCA, Diddy had paperwork on the table, and Def Jam. and then uh, it wasn't Def Jam. It nope. ended up being Ronald Isley, mm-hmm. who I met because of Puff. I, I was in the studio working on a track that he was doing for Aaliyah. Finished it. Um, I'm on my way out. He was on his way in. He was like, where you going? I'm like, home. I'm done. He's like, no, I need you to stay. I got something popping. I'm like, okay, what you got? He said, the Isley Brothers. I'm like, dope. Mm -hmm. He was like, okay, so I need you to write it. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. I said, well, when does it need to be done? He said, like, right now. I said, right now? He said, he's here. He's leaving his hotel on his way to the studio right now. I'm like, you have to be kidding me. You have to be kidding. He was like, no. And that so, was Diddy talking to you. So yeah. So big ups to New York traffic. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it took him about 45 minutes to get to the hotel, to the to the studio from the hotel, um, which was enough time for me 
to, to pin something before was? you get floating on your love. Wow. Their first one back. Wow. wow. So, so wow. what deal did you take at that time? Because you Diddy gave you offer the deal. Mm-hmm. You had Ron Isley offer the deal that already said he doesn't care what you weigh, what you look like. Your voice is amazing. And where did you decide to go from there? Um, I ended up being with Ronald. He had the least amount of money on the table. I know Puff was mad at you. You, the one. guy that I introduced you to, you signed with. He found he felt a way about it. He, but I and I said to him, I said, I need you to understand. I'm I'm thinking like from business at this point. I told him, I said, Faith and I are not the same, but we are too similar. Mm. One of us is not going to make it here, mm-hmm. and she's already here, so I wouldn't assume that I would be the priority. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, Puff probably wanted all your publishing. That yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Now don't move, we got more with Kelly Price when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Kelly Price. Charlamagne? I wanted to talk to you about 2020 because you, you did deal with a lot in 2020. You know, you lost your, your mom. My mother, your, your my grandfather. Condolences um, to you for that, by the way. Th- thank you. I and appreciate it. I'm sure you're still um, in the process of, of healing. Mm-hmm. What does that process look like to you? Uh, the Grace Project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It ultimately was the thing that kept me, I feel like, from probably going over the edge at the end of the year. Mm. School friends, church friends, to the tune of about 15 or more people lost in my life last year. Did you even get to see your mom last year? No. Wow. In the casket. Wow, wow. When you, um, when you recorded the album, was you know they always say sometimes when you're trying to stay busy, it's a response to the trauma you're not dealing with. Did right. you actually want to work, or was it a trauma response? Um, a little of both. But... Necessary, necessary, because I had been in the house all year. But yes, it was a trauma response, but that has always been my Mm go-to. When I was a young kid, I can remember just like finding a pad and a pencil and just doodling whatever was coming out of my head, whatever was going on. Have you given yourself time to grieve? Not enough, because following death are things that have to be done, things that need to be put in place if they're not already in place if there's not a directive left then you you know the family's kind of stuck trying to put things together and so I absolutely have not had enough time to. and I feel that sometimes when I feel that day coming on I allow myself to have that moment mm-hmm. the, the blows from last year I think God will teach me how to live with them I don't I, I have to honestly say being filled with faith I don't know that those are things that you ever get over right Mm-hmm. But you learn how to continue to live with them and process them. And eventually you get to a place where the thought of it doesn't make you cry. You can smile and go, dang, I miss them. No, please protect your mental health. That's yeah. what I would tell you. Oh, absolutely. You know I believe in God, but I got a therapist too. I, I do too. I do too. I, listen, I promise you, I think that God gave us doctors for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually got a referral very recently to go to somebody. Dope. Yeah. Dope. I remember when you first got divorced, you were saying how difficult it is dating because you had never really dated. No. no. So how is it now? It's been some years. <sighs> Jesus. I don't like dating life in the 21st century. It's whack. And men are groupies too. They might be giving you Kelly Price. You don't know who oh wants you for God. you just because you Kelly Price. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. I'm off the market. <laughs> I'm off the market. <laughs> oh, thank you, God. I'm off the market. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, um, and happily so. A lot of them. Young oh, yeah, you're engaged now, right? Mm-hmm. I think I saw that somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it was, it, dating was icky. The very first date that I went on, 
I laugh at it now, but I was traumatized after that date. I thought the date went well. I got home. I went out to dinner, had great conversation, had a great glass of wine. I'm like, okay, it's cool. I drove my own car. I didn't want to get picked up. I don't Mm -hmm. need you to know where I live in case you're crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And like two hours after I got home, ding, I look in the phone and I'm like, whoa, really? He sent a penis picture? Oh, yes. Girl. Oh, yes. I was like, that must have been great. Oh, I was, uh, wait a second. No context, no nothing. No. It was all shaft. What is? Did you respond oh, or say anything? I was like, like what? what? I was like, what the hell? What, the? what did y'all talk about at what? dinner? Oh, you trying to blame I her? Had, no, I thought we had really good, grown, intelligent conversation. Now, did you reply at all? What the hell? Right. What the, that's but that could be got? taken out of context, though. Like that could be like, what the hell? Oh, the yeah, biggest yeah, thing no, I've ever seen. Like, what no, no, it, it couldn't have been taken out that's of context reply, once though. they were blocked, though. Like, okay, I'm just, you. you know, who I would, does that? That's so I, no, that's okay. crazy. Was it from the up angle or underneath? Come on, Come on, That's been about six years. <laughs> hey, give him some grace. The grace, the grace was he didn't catch a tongue lash. I'm talking about it. Uh, uh, you know. <laughs> Not that type. Not that, that one. Yeah, there I right could have picked my words better. <laughs> yeah. How do you have a vocabulary, sweetie? Use it. So, qu- yeah, can you finish your thought on, on on why this area doesn't give grace earlier? You, you got cut off a little bit. You know. I think that we are living in a time where everything is so right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. And if you can't get it, then this person can. And if this person can't, then that one can. And I think it's beyond microwave mentality. Mm-hmm. For for I think the 2000s, early 2000s, 90s, whatever, that was microwave mentality. This is something else. This is like astro rocket juice. What like every the attention when you're talking about 15 second videos Mm-hmm. And that's the height of somebody's day. Like, we want quick thrills. We have less of an attention span. Mm-hmm. We're becoming harder to please. We want more, 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 more dumbed down. And I think it has everything to do with that. I think it has everything to do with people not learning that process is necessary. Mm-hmm. And so, in all fairness to them, God help them. They don't. They don't extend grace to others, but they really don't know how to extend grace to themselves. Mm. When you look at people who have that kind of a mentality, there's also a lot of self-destructiveness there, too. Mm. And I realized that about myself. I can forgive somebody else. I had a hard time forgiving myself. Mm. When I really sat down and thought about, you could have did this differently, you could have did that differently. Like, like, your kids are grown now, but you're listening to them tell you how this affected them and why this and why that and why. You could have stopped that. That was a huge thing for me, mm. to feel like in doing what I thought was the best for them. It wasn't? No. And and sits like literally at the center of the places where they question themselves, question relationships, have trust, you know, issues. I'm like, you could have you could have did something about that. Grace, forgiveness, it's as important for us to know how to be that to ourselves because you can't really do it for somebody else if you haven't practiced it. And people do tend to be hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. But we also live in a society where the beauty that we see being put in front of us doesn't even exist. To allow our culture to be infiltrated and then dictated to what our beauty is supposed to be, to watch our people deconstruct their bodies, to only go back and build it back up to be a not authentic version of what you were already given 
we let people get in our heads and tell us your lips are too thick, your noses are too wide, you know, your booty is too big, your this is too that. And we drank the Kool-Aid. Mm. And now we're watching song just now. Yeah. That you could write. No, there's so many bars because it's just like you're right. We're creating this unattainable bar of perfection. Unrealistic. You can't even get to that. It's impossible. Mm -mm. But you got to get, and then when you make mistakes, we're not giving nobody any grace. So it's just like, how do you grow and evolve? Like my whole life, I was taught about growth and evolution. The people I gravitated towards, whether it's Malcolm X, Maya Angelou, whoever it was. Yes. Because they evolved and they grew and we saw it. But now it's like, nope, you're not allowed to make any mistakes. I'm like, how do you live like that? Yeah, that's not human. That's why you got to filter out the noise. And at some point, just silence everything. Learning how to be still and center yourself is one of the best things that anybody can do for themselves. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm not even saying this to try to be funny. Listen to all the voices in your head and right. figure out which one is telling you the right thing. Absolutely. Go ahead, Kevin yeah. Price. Kelly Price. Well, let's let's get into a record right now. Yes. What, what record you want to play? I want to play. I want to thank you. Okay. Let's do it. Let's get into it. it right let's do now. it. I love well, it. We appreciate you for joining us. Thank you. I want to thank you, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. Know, we and appreciate you so much. Is, thank you, Kelly Price. Thank timely. you for having me. Absolutely. Drop one of clues bomb for Kelly Price, damn it. Great, great conversation with Kelly Price. You should go watch that full interview on um the Breakfast Club YouTube page. What's the YouTube again? Breakfast Club Power 1051. We got to get rid of that Power 1051. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but it should be just Man, YouTube listen, Breakfast I can't Club. believe somebody had the nerve to send Kelly Price a picture of their penis after a first date. Who is this person? Ugh. Hey, man, people shoot their shot. <laughs> no, that's definitely. After that's, the first date? That's a huge shot. Ridiculous. All right. Ridiculous. She, she's just trying to dip her toe back in the dating water, and that's what happens. I agree. It's ridiculous. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's go. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, you'll be disappointed to hear that Larsa Pippen and Malik Beasley have broken up. Her rep did confirm the news to E. And, you know, they first were spotted holding hands in November of last year. But now they have called it quits. According to her rep, they said that the distance got to be tough for the pair. He's 24 years old. He's based in Minnesota. He's on the Timberwolves. But things got hard with travel. It was more of a timing thing. They're still in communication, but not together. Now, school me, because I don't be keeping up with these people's business. I thought that was Scottie Pippen's wife. Remember remember they were going through problems? Yeah. Then she allegedly started talking to Future. Then she went back to Scottie Pippen, and now she got a divorce again. And then she was holding hands with Mike Beasley. He got caught. That was the one he got caught with, right? Malik. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Malik Beasley, and then she got caught. Remember his girl? Sierra. And Malik, by the way, also just had a two-year-old So that's at not Scottie Pippen's wife and- no more. I don't. Th- maybe not, I think they're not, not divorced, right? She's mm. the estranged wife, but they're still married. Yeah, they're still married. Hmm. Okay. They filed. He filed for divorce in 2016. She refiled in 2018. So I guess they're still working things through for the divorce. You got to drop my not last name together. if you out here, uh, you know, popping it with all these other guys. Please, could you just drop my last name? Well, they have Yo, four kids I'm together. Kinda, she might want to have the same name as her kids. No, nah, I don't want you to have nah, my last I'm, name. I'm kind of with you too. Like, take I need that back. Mm-mm. Nah, you know, you know. I mean, they have kids. They have a whole family together. I got sneakers named after me. (laughs) You can't have that last name. There's jerseys with that last name on the back. No. There's nothing he could do about it. Gotta be. Right? It has to be. All right. Mm -mm. 
Exhibit is learning a lesson about the weed company that he has, Napalm. It's been banned from an L.A. dispensary and Napalm Cannabis. It's been dragged online. It's basically a reminder of a chemical agent that was used in firebombs during the Vietnam War that killed and maimed innocent citizens. Mm. And so here is what Exhibit had to say uh, basically about why he got the name Napalm. The word Napalm is, is definitely synonymous with war and being used as a weapon. And if you know anything about me and my body of work, you know, I got albums called Weapons of Mass Destruction and Man vs. Machine. So this album here is called Napalm. I put this album out in 2012, but this is where the branding for Napalm came from, as you can see. And it transcended into how we build, you know, our cannabis company. Has hip hop gotten too big? Has hip hop gotten too big that we're on everybody's radar? Yeah, but napalm is a jelly-like gasoline used in firebombs, right? It's it's a substance, right? Mm-hmm. I have no idea what napalm is. I, I, honestly, it's a chemical agent. It's just, a chemical, right? Just, I, and it's supposed to be highly, you know, whatever. I know it's a chemical, yeah, but I've heard so many rappers say the word napalm and raps and everything else for years. So I'm wondering, has hip hop gotten too big that we're just on too many radars now? And people also had issues with a, a pre-roll joint known as the grenade. They didn't like these references, cavalier references oh to deadly weapons God. of war. Here's what else Exhibit had to say about oh uh, napalm. As a black man, I understand discrimination and hatred. So just to clarify the position that we have at Napalm Cannabis, we by no means acknowledge, justify, or feel as though that we are promoting violence um, towards the Asian community. We stand with the Asian community. We plan to do many, many things for our community and within our community, not just the cannabis community, but the community at large. What's the tie-in with the Asian community? Uh, well, it was used oh, yeah, against nah, Japan okay, in World War II, and it was banned Vietnam internationally well. in 1980 by the UN. And so it was also used in firebombs during the Vietnam War. But when, when killed I, when I heard a lot of innocent poem. citizens. From him, I didn't think of any of that. I just thought it was a gasoline. I like something that. So oh, does this mean Bruno? it's probably not triggering for you? Maybe it's triggering for some other people. So but it's, in a, it's a definition. In the, it, so what's next? Uh, is, uh, because if, of how it was used. If Outcast does a reunion show. They can't do bombs over Baghdad. If Bruno Mars can Bruno Mars do uh, drop a grenade for you? Is that out the window now too? I'm just. Trying to see where this stops. I don't know. Listen, I guess if you're trying to have a brand that can universally appeal to people, if a group of people doesn't like the name of it and it's a triggering name for them, then they have the right to say that. But Napalm, now, whether or not you decide to change the name of your brand is a, on you. It's a form of gasoline, though. Like, it's a form of gasoline. Like, it's, it's a definition in the dictionary as... A jelly-like substance Rom. form of gasoline. Rom. Yeah, but it's not because of that. It's the use on civ- this use on civilians was banned internationally in 1980 by the UN. All I know because is- of the destruction and killing that it caused when they used it as firebombs. I'm with it, but just know that they're coming for Bruno Mars next when it comes to grenade and no more gasoline dramos. I know that gets <laughs> those no parties. No more gasoline dramos. Oh my goodness! All right, all right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Hmm. Charlemagne! Yes. Who are you giving that down to? You know, I think we need to go to Breakfast Club Court this morning. Uh, I'm going to lay out the case for you, but we need uh, the truth, Paul Pierce, to come to the front of the congregation. We would like to have a word with him. I don't know if Paul Pierce deserves a hee-haw or not, but I'll let y'all decide. All right. We'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here, and the General Insurance has been helping people save money for nearly 60 years. They offer the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Make the right call and go with the General. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. WWPR FMHD1 New York. An iHeartRadio station. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkeys of the Day ask Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, April 6th, I think is going to the truth, Paul Pierce. Listen, social media is calling for Paul Pierce to get Donkey of the Day. I don't know if he's deserving of it, but it's worth a discussion in Breakfast Club Court this morning. Now, I'm not going to ever discredit Paul Pierce, 10 times NBA All-Star, 2008 NBA champion, 2008 NBA Finals MVP, jersey retired by the Boston Celtics, one of the greatest Boston Celtics of all time. You have to give it up for Paul Pierce. He's a whole basketball legend in these streets, okay? Mm -hmm. But just like I give someone the credit for being dope, I have to give them the credit they deserve for being stupid. See, if you haven't heard, Paul Pierce has been fired by ESPN. And uh, I need to let the record show that I'm not giving Paul Pierce donkey of the day for what he did. I'm giving Paul Pierce donkey of the day for how he did it. Okay, he's he's out at ESPN, uh, parted ways, fired, whatever you want to call it. And people are saying he was possibly fired because over the weekend he posted an IG live of him uh, smoking weed, drinking some adult beverages and scrippers dancing all around him. I totally missed all of this, by the way, uh, on the weekend. I disconnect from social media pretty much. Not to mention between Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the verses between the Isley Brothers and Earth, Wind & Fire. I was preoccupied, okay? But Paul Pierce, from what I saw, he looked like he was having the same Saturday night that millions of men were probably having all around the world. Okay, weed, liquor, scantily clad women. I don't care if the scantily clad woman is your wife. Those are the weekend vibes. But when you work at ESPN, owned jointly by Disney, if you are partaking in a good-ass night like this, don't put it on Instagram Live. That's why I said I don't see Paul Pierce getting donkey of the day for what he did, but it's how he did it. Let's go to Fox Sports Radio 1 with Chris Prasad and Rob Parker for the report, please. Paul Pierce, former Celtics All-Star and NBA champion, now a former analyst with ESPN because he was given his walking papers today. A few days after that uh, viral video went, went out with his uh, Instagram Live of him allegedly smoking the ganja, at a poker slash erotic <laughs> dancer party. According to reports, ESPN and Pierce have agreed to part ways. And according to the New York Post, their sources say that one of the big reasons why they decided to move on from Paul Pierce as an NBA analyst on their network is because he chose to put the videos out on his own. If he had been filmed yep. doing the exact same things mm. on his own and they became viral, hey, it is what it is. You're on your private time. Mm, okay, okay. That, I understand that. Uh, can we hear some of this 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 video? My neck, my neck. I need a neck massage. <laughs> but look, True Brand coming out. We got Fire coming out. We got Terminator Brand coming out. We investing. We doing big things. You might see me uh, on the NBA team. I'm not married. You mean cheating on my wife, dog? You tripping? Good cushion, alcohol. I got some bells I can call. Hmm. I don't know what it is. I can call. Hey, we live there. 
I don't hear or see anything out of the ordinary. He was in California. Weed is legal. He's 43, clearly of drinking age. The women were there clearly for entertainment. I'm sure they were compensated nicely. It looked like they were at a house, which is exactly where you should be with that kind of action. I'm all about the house. You hear me? What's the point of having all this money, a nice crib, and leaving it, okay? Why go to the party when I can bring the party to me? I know y'all sitting here saying, well, damn, Uncle Charlotte. Brother Lenard, it doesn't even seem like you want to give Paul Pierce Donkey today. Well, I try to make all of these a teachable moment. And a lot of you seem to think it's Donkey worthy, and I can see why. See, Paul Pierce spent three and a half years with ESPN. He appears on NBA Countdown and The Jump. ESPN is partially owned by Disney, which requires its employees to be squeaky clean, which is some BS because nobody's perfect. And I just don't understand why we keep holding people to these standards of perfection that are simply not sustainable. But Paul... <clears throat> has been have been there for three and a half years and hasn't had any problems. So clearly he's able to walk that line. So why now? I have some theories. One is, how do we know Paul Pierce wasn't already parting ways with ESPN? This behavior is very YOLO. Okay, it's very effort I'm leaving anyway. Like, Paul Pierce is not a dummy. He knows he works for Disney. He knows what he signed up for. So for him to jump out there and do this now is very strange. But like I said, I don't care about what Paul Pierce was doing. I care about how he did it. See, Paul Pierce was born in 1977, a year before me. He's 43 years old. I'm disappointed that a 43-year-old grown-ass man is on IG Live bragging about things we used to do and didn't tell nobody. Like, you youngins literally... Okay, literally brag about things that my generation did and didn't tell nobody. I don't know Paul Pierce's marital situation. He says he's not married in this video. I thought he was, but he's not moving like a married man in this video. But once again, why is this even on video? Could you play what Chris Prasad and Rob Parker said at the end? Which one? The, the, the isolated one. It's because he chose to put the videos out on his own. Play it one more time. Is because he chose to put the videos out on his own. Why is this on video? Look, I have no problem with niggas nigging. I expect niggas to nig. But why can't we nig in private? Especially when said nigga has something to lose. If you're 40 and up and you have... When, when you're 40 and up, you have to remember that you are indeed 40 and up. Sometimes we forget who we are and we start mimicking the younger generation. But when you come from an era where you didn't broadcast all your business, why start now? Especially when the business is negatory. You're not a rapper. You're a multimillionaire. Former broadcaster for ESPN. Owned by Disney. Disney. Mickey Mouse. Minnie Mouse. Donald Duck. You know you in business with Disney, Paul. So why you acting goofy? Once again, I don't think Paul Pierce deserves Donkey of the Day for what he did, but for how he did it. I believe, you know, he was in L.A. Weed is legal. You can smoke weed, you can drink, you can ask scrippers at the house, but why put it on Instagram? You 43, let the young boys do young boy things. Okay, you Paul Pierce, a seasoned veteran, you know better. Matter of fact, in the LeBron James version of the Bible, it says in 1 Corinthians 13, 11, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. I told all my business like a child and let my boy smell my finger like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood what? behind me what? and didn't put my niggatry on social media. It's in the King James, LeBron James version of the Bible, Paul. It comes a point in time when men our age have to drop the low from YOLO. We gotta drop the low from YOLO and get low, okay, with how we move out here like we used to back in the day. I'm all for adapting with new technology for certain things, but when I'm kicking it with friends, doing plant-based medicine, having some adult beverages, talking, put the phones away. 
Okay, because when I drop the low from YOLO, I'm left with just the yo. And sometimes that's what we have to say to each other when we see us acting like Paul Pierce was acting this weekend, okay? Sometimes you just got to scream at your man, yo, with disgust in your voice. And you know what yo stands for? You old! So act like it! Now, does Paul Pierce deserve a hee-haw? Let's discuss. 1-800-585-1051. Let's it's talk time about for this. a little breakfast club court. That's right. 800-585-1051. Paul Pierce, you know him. He is a superstar. He's a legend when it comes to that NBA. 10-time NBA All-Star, baby. 2008 NBA Finals MVP, 2008 NBA champion, okay? He had a little shindig over the weekend, and he had a little, as you old people say, a little marijuana, a little ganja, a little Mary Jane. What do you mean, as us old he people was, say? You in here with, like, with a full dyed beard. It's not about me this morning. Talking about Paul people. Pierce, and I would like to say, yeah, he was hanging. He had a couple of girls with him. He was drinking some drinks, and he allegedly got fired because of it. Should he get dunked today? Call us right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we were talking about Paul Pierce. Yes. Charlemagne is kind of confused. Doesn't know if he should get the donkey or not. Well, I don't know if Paul Pierce should get donkey today because you know over the weekend Paul Pierce was at a uh, uh, what they said a poker game at at somebody's house or his house. I don't know. It was smoking weed. It was drinking. They had some strippers. Um, he recorded himself, put it up on Instagram. He lost his job at ESPN. I'm not mad at him for what he was doing. What he was doing was perfectly fine. I'm mad at him for how he was doing it. You're 43 years old. Everything don't have to be broadcasted for the world to see, King. You know what I mean? That's all. That's all right. it. Now, um, yeah, you think he should get donkey today? Yeah, he shouldn't have posted that video of himself. He knows where he works. I'm sure he knows what the rules and regulations are. Even if he was ready to be out of the job, you don't want to go out like that. Yeah, but see, I don't think he should get donkey today, and I'm going to tell you why. He didn't get fired and start crying like, oh, I lost my job. No, he does not Not on care. camera. Let's just say he doesn't. <laughs> but, but, let's just, but let's just say he doesn't care. Let's say he did this on purpose because he knew he was out. Let's say he well, has why not a quit? job. He could quit the way that he wants to quit. Like, it's, this is his I job. I wasn't quitting. This is his life. Now. I know. You, you just, just made, made a whole thing up. up. Like, you made all of this up to sell a case. None saying. of this has to do with the facts of the case, sir. You cannot bring hypotheticals into the courtroom. But we don't know You're why speculating, he did it. You're speculating, sir. And he did it knowing what could happen. He smoked And weed, because you don't know, stop making liquor. up scenarios. What? Exactly. But we do he know. He did it knowing what could happen. He did it, defendant, prosecutor Casey. He did it. Right, so what? So what's the problem? He did do it. Let's so, just go by what we do know. What we do know, he did do it. But you're he admitting your client is but guilty. But my client didn't do anything illegal. Nothing was illegal for what he did. No, I agree with that. But so it's not, he should so have to do with him going to jail. It's not about <laughs> what he did; it's how he did it. You're 43 years old. You should not be broadcasting this kind of behavior for the world to see. You're not a rapper, okay? You no. work for Disney. You know that you got to have this. My client is wealthy and he doesn't care about any of these these little jobs. And he wants to continue his life Whoa. enjoying it. So well, now, do you know how do. crazy that sounds, well, attorney? But he doesn't care. He did it. He My client is rich. He doesn't care about this little he job. He doesn't care. We don't know what's next for him. We might have just hit the lotto. He don't care. He's YOLO. Yeah, you just got your client convicted you just, to so five just years. Now, mm-hmm. he, you just told us that he doesn't care. Mr. You just told us he, he might have hit the lotto. Mr. Obviously, he doesn't. Told us- <laughs> Mr. Pierce, because of the arrogance of your lawyer and that stupid-ass <laughs> fake beard he's wearing in my court, I sentenced you to five years. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the phone, man. All right. And be Cochran. Why you got Cochran like that? <laughs> you can come did, any you other say, did you call Envy Johnny Cochran? <laughs> 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 
And be right. All right. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Todd from Detroit. Todd, what's up, man? I'm getting bullied up here, man. We're talking um, Paul Pierce. You think you should get donkey today? I oh, mean, it's, it's it's kind of a hard decision with that, man. I feel like he does because how the way he went about himself. Like any job that you have, you know, that's high-end, you know, the white-collar business and uh, stuff like that, you know. It's like if you do anything private that gets out, any little thing, you know, they're going to fire you for that. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like when it comes to basketball players and celebrities, man, they always got something up their sleeve. So it's just like you never know. I honestly feel like he already We need you to pick one way or another. Yeah. I I mean (laughs) – yeah, I think he deserves no. But maybe he don't care. So maybe he like this is his life. He, he, you know, yeah, he, he, he's not begging for his job. Like, it's not like he got fired and be like, yo, my bad, I shouldn't have did it. No, he don't care. So maybe he got something better yeah. on the horizon. And you going exactly. hard for this, yo. You got a video coming out we need to know about? No. You got a poker game? I'm, I'm, no, I'm no fool. I wouldn't post nothing like that. But he's different than me. Thank you, brother. So right. you just admitted that a fool, only a fool would post something like that. A fool or somebody with a plan? I ain't got no plans. No, it's got to be one of the other. It's got to be My client is a fool, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fool or he got a plan? Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Tashir. Hey, Tashir. What, what do you think? You think he should get donkey today? No, he shouldn't get donkey today. The ESPN need to get donkey today for being nosy. Uh, but they wouldn't have been nosy if Paul Pierce <laughs> had to post nosy, the video yeah. himself. For being nosy. But Paul Pierce posted the video himself, man. I mean, hey, he, he can do that. What they doing on Instagram? They too old to be on Instagram watching that man. ESPN, yeah. e- ESPN, ESPN the is too old, is too old to, to be, be on, on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> they too old. And hey y'all, hey y'all, hey everybody. You must have been one of the strippers that was at his house. How much they paid you? <laughs> that they for, man. Listen, she must work with Envy, okay? Let's put her on the team. 800-585-1051. If you just joined us, Charlamagne's trying to get Paul Pierce donkey today for what? I'm not, listen, I'm like, I don't, I'm not trying to get Paul Pierce donkey today. I don't think Paul Pierce should get donkey today for what he did. It's just how he did it. He didn't do anything illegal. I think he should get donkey the day for hiring envious as a team. He didn't do any, anything wrong. He was minding his own business and if he did get fired, he wasn't begging for his job back. He, he was care, not minding so his own business. He, he posted the video on Instagram so all of us could mind his business. Well, That's the problem. Did you enjoy it? No, I didn't even care. Well, call us up right now. Should he get donkey today? Is the breakfast? Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Paul Pierce. Now, what happened with Paul Pierce, Charlemagne? Well, Paul Pierce lost his job at ESPN. He's been working at ESPN for three and a half years. The reason they're saying he lost his job is because this weekend he posted a video on his Instagram Live where he is. Uh, at a house party, playing some poker, smoking some weed, drinking some liquor. He's got a bunch of strippers around him. Now, I don't think that he should get donkey today for what he did. What he did was perfectly fine, perfectly legal, but he definitely should get some type of donkey today for how he did it. You're 43 years old. There's no reason to be broadcasting your business for the world to see. You know who you work for. It's ESPN. It's Disney. You earned that firing, sir. Well, um, my client and I would like to file uh, some type of judgment to end this case. This is uh, a judgment to end the case. I don't know what I'm talking about. This is basis or bull. There's no way he should be charged with anything. The man didn't do anything illegal. He smoked a little weed. He drank a little, and he had some booty shaking by him. He played a little poker. That's not what that's he's on all trial for. He did. He's now on, he's on he trial lost for his job. Okay, that's now, attorney, loss. He didn't do attorney anything Casey. wrong. He didn't cry he did for his job wrong. back. I have a question for you, Attorney Casey. Now you're yes, a member of media as well. Yes, ma'am. Would you post a video like that? 
This is not about me. I'm not on trial. But if I'm want, just asking. But if you want my honest opinion, no. And he's allegedly, I mean, okay. he's been married for the past decade. He said in the video he's not. But Google still says he is. Now, that's something else. We're not talking about that right now. I strike that comment. I strike that comment. Jory, you didn't hear that oh comment. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This is Dale Steve from Dayton, Ohio. What's up, bro? You think you should get donkey today? Man, yeah, you should get donkey today. First <laughs> off, you can't be pushing 50 out here, you know what I'm saying, with strippers and smoking weed. Like, ain't nothing wrong with it, you know what I'm saying? But for the fact that you're doing this and... He could be out here watching the verses or something like this. I don't need out here. Verses. You've been enjoying your day watching. You know what I'm saying? Isley Brothers and Earth in the Fire. What the hell you on, dude? And you get fired on your day out? You get fired on your day off. You got fired on your day off, Paul Pierce. Goodbye, bro. You should be no charge right now. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, you think Paul Pierce should be get donkey today? Nah, he don't, he don't need to get donkey of the day. I'm telling you, this is a strategic move. See? That's all you all got. right, explain. It's explain amazing the how y'all be taking all these to make strategic moves. I want to hear the strategy. So here's the strategy. Now ESPN, you know that's a big old national company and everything. We know it's backed by Disney. Now Paul Pierce, this dude is from you know he, he he's from the you know around the way the neighborhood and everything. So you know this is what he does on the regular. Paul Pierce is a very smart person. He's not just going to get on Instagram Live doing all those type of things for nothing. And, of course, he probably was in the contract he don't want to be in no more. So now he done got let go of the contract. Paul Pierce ain't broke. Now, watch. I can see him doing something just like how Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes is on the podcast, smoking weed, talking to his boys, and still getting paid. Uh, uh, sir, 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 sir. Matt Barnes is, uh, has the All the Smoke podcast, which is on the Black Effect Podcast Network. But Matt Barnes is also a contributor on ESPN as well. Well, I'm, I'm not saying they're going to do the same thing, but I'm saying that Paul Pierce just probably want to get up out of the, you know, the situation at ESPN. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. I rest my case. To do what? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? He did. Because, because he's saying that. He did that team Paul up with Bushmills Irish Whiskey to Ooh. announce a partnership with the Boston Celtics just but, a few days ago. Because he's saying Paul wants to leave ESPN to go do what Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson is doing, but Matt Barnes does both. Well, we didn't, we didn't. And can he just leave? Hello, like, who's this? Why would he? This Cash. Cash, what up, bro? What's going on, y'all boys? How y'all doing? Cash, they try to get him, they try to get the homie in trouble for smoking a little weed, drinking a little drink, man. So, like, if he was a white man, it would have been taken in a different, different context. Yes! Yes! Like Play the race card! I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I feel like they're trying to make us walk a certain way, talk a certain way, play a certain way, mm. as long as we shut up and dribble and shut up and talk, or as an analyst, it's okay. But I don't as long as we want to go out there and have our own little fun, no matter what we, we ain't doing. We're all off track. Yeah, we're all off track. I don't think, first of all, I don't think you understand how ESPN Disney works, number one, because people, oh, get, people no, get fired. No, I, mean, I already knew you was going to have something to say. You always got something to say. Because so people, hold it down real quick. Because people get fired from there all the time. Well, but listen, time out, time out, time out, listen. We're not giving Paul Piz donkey today because he was smoking weed and drinking. It has nothing to do with that. It's the I fact that he's what you're saying about the Disney Channel, but if you would have let me finish. Let him finish. Okay, go ahead. Okay, right, finish. Cool. So, if, hey, y'all basically saying it's Disney Channel and they got the kids and blah, 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 but what about the kids that actually work for Disney Channel and, and their lives end up bad? Disney is not all that good. Like you said, Mr. <laughs> human. Can I ask right? you a question? Good point. I, I if, you, if you were 43 uh... years old and you worked for Disney... <laughs> Would you uh, <laughs> would you put yourself on Instagram Live, smoking weed, drinking liquor, and having all the strippers around you? One, if weed was legal, yes. You act like the man was throwing crack on live, bro. It don't have nothing to do with the drugs. It's the fact you work with <laughs> Disney. Don't you know what you signed up for? 
Thank you, thank you, sir. Look, like he's convinced me, Charlamagne. You're too uptight. Where did the problem stem from, bro? The fact that he's 43 years old and we come from an era where we didn't brag about that kind of stuff. We just did it. Sorry, excuse me. What? I am. I am a mouse corner. Mouse corner. I know. I know. Thank you, bro. Yeah. If you want to see Beth, well, the the moral of the story is Paul Pierce is guilty. So please give him the sweet sounds and the Hamilton's dramas. That is not fair. That is not right. We are killing this. And if you want to see basketball players smoking weed, drinking liquor, talking shit, and getting paid for it, watch the All The Smoke podcast, okay? And listen to the All The Smoke podcast with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. And Matt Barnes is a contributor on ESPN. See, I respect Matt. The reason I respect Matt, because Matt shows up as he is, right? And he does his job, but he's very professional. You ain't going to see Matt doing what Paul Pierce did. You're just not. They're not the same people. Everybody's different. You know, we all grown. I'm appealing this case. All right. Yeah. We got rumors <laughs> on the way? Yes. And let's talk about Slaughterhouse 23. Do you guys know about this exclusive club? It has fewer than 100 members, but we'll tell you whose club it is. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me check my email. Happy Tuesday. My phones. Shonda Rhimes is not hitting you back, bro. She don't give a damn about you. Shonda Rhimes has not hit me you. back yet. Mm, I'm shocked. She's not considering you for, um. what's that show called? It's called Bridgerton. Yeah, she's not and thinking about you. I'm looking you. to play Duke Envy. Yes, yes. Dookie yes. Envy, maybe. <laughs> Dookie, <laughs> Dookie Beard Envy. You know what? I hate y'all. Dookie Beard Envy. Shonda Rhimes, if you're listening, I need to change your Dookie scenery. Shark. I work with some haters. <laughs> I would definitely take it. You could get me on the low. Price, mm. I mean. Wow. You know what? Let's get it. Okay, Envy's on the low. <laughs> let's definitely get, take it. This oh, guy, my boy. goodness. Let's get to Duchess the rumors. Duchess Envy. <laughs> it's about time. Oh, no! Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to With Angela Yee. Breakfast Club. Well, prayers for Fantasia. She had announced that she was expecting her first child with her husband. And now only six months into her pregnancy, she's experiencing contraction. She's in the hospital. She's been posting videos on her Instagram story, letting people know she's been in the hospital all day. She said, my baby girl thinks she's missing something out here, but she's got to stay in here a little longer. And she also praised her husband for his support. She said, I thank God for my husband. He's over there knocked out. He's been riding in there with me. And she said that her contractions were starting to come down now. She said, my body is just tired, but we've got this. Word, prayers up for Fantasia. Send the Fantasia healing energy. That's going to be her third child. So mm-hmm. hopefully praying that everything is going to work out and, you know, she'll have her baby in due time. All right. And big shout out to Pinky Call. I know you guys have been to Slutty Vegan, right? Her restaurant no, that she has the, in Atlanta. The, the time I went there, the line was so long, I didn't even, I'm like, I'm not doing this. So I left. All right. Well, first of all, you know, she's already opened several other restaurants. Well, now mm-hmm. she's done a collab with Shake Shack and she has the uh, she has her own burger with them, the Slutty Shack. So they're doing a limited time menu item. It's a vegan burger. It'll be available in limited quantities. And that's going to be happening on Thursday um, at the old Fourth Ward Shack in Atlanta, just around the corner from Slutty Vegan's Edgewood location. And then also in Harlem, where she opened her first restaurant in 2014, Pinkies. OK. We'll I love to, to see it. Salute to that entrepreneur. Drop mm-hmm. on a food. Hey, listen, her burgers, amazing. 
When I tell you after that, you would never want to eat meat again. If you get those slutty vegan burgers, you'll be good to go. I'm going to Atlanta this week and I'm going to try to, to stop in. Yeah, you, you'll love it. Her food is amazing. Who, what, She'll what, bring it like. Who hmm? goes to Atlanta not to eat meat? Envy, you going to Atlanta not to eat meat? If it's that good, I want to try the burger. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you're a meat lover. You, you eat meat all day long. That's what I'm just saying. saying. I I'm thought a... somebody like you goes to Atlanta to get meat. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you said it was gay. So what? What are you talking what? about? We're talking about food. Just make Draws. sure you don't have raw meat, Envy, and everything's cooked all the way. <laughs> all right. Little Nas X's Montero <laughs> is the number one amazing. song. The segues on this show should win an award. <laughs> Peabody's give out awards. Montero, "Call Me by Your Name" single has debuted at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. So, congratulations! We're dropping the clues, bomb to Little Nas X. He posted last year. I was sitting in my apartment thinking it was all over for me. I was trying so hard to be perfect, to please everyone and not make any enemies that stifled me creatively. I felt so sorry for myself. But around this time in 2020, I pulled it together. Me, Day Chip, Omer, and Rory worked for months on end. One day in June, I was working on a song and found myself leaving the studio every 10 minutes to cry. But I didn't stop working. A melody came to my mind. Call me when you went. Na 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 na, and I knew it was something special about it. Fast forward a year later, it's the biggest song in the world. Thank you guys so much. We get to decide our own destiny. Never let the world decide it for you. Whenever I think of Montero's, I think of the Jeep, the Montero Sport. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. what is Montero? What is the song about? That's his name. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Okay, me neither. That's what I, I can't remember. Really I, I can't remember. That's, uh, uh, that's probably not true. I don't know. Nick, well, the Nick's song is Montero, Call Me By Your Name. So, you know, but congratulations. So name. Like, my name is Montero. I, I, I don't know. Let me not even say. Mm. I'm going with the camera yeah, guy. Let's not, you could Google it, though. His name is Nick. <laughs> <laughs> that's our camera guy's name. <laughs> his name is Nick? Yeah, Google Little Nas X if that's his real name. I don't know. But congrats to Little Nas X. But his real name is Nazir. Okay. Well, he also posted me after getting a song about gay <laughs> sex to the top of the billboard charts. And then he said, S my D, let's go. Let's go, gay agenda. So the song is about All right, gay Michael sex? It's inspired by a movie. That's what he said in this post. That's the only thing Charlamagne heard. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> what else was there to hear? The movie Montero <laughs> in 2017. Oh, the movie. Okay. But his name is Montero. All right, Michael Jordan has That's a secret Nick golf said. course <laughs> that opened in 2019. It has fewer than 100 <laughs> members, and tea times are invite only. And the nickname is Slaughterhouse 23 because they said Michael Jordan set the course up to his advantage. So there's a lot of stories swirling around about this secretive club. And they're saying it's uh, kind of legendary. They said you can't carry a phone around. You're not supposed to tell too many stories about it. Photos are forbidden inside the clubhouse. See that, but Paul Pierce? There have Piss? been some stories that have leaked. That's how you move, Paul Pierce. <laughs> Paul Pierce would not be invited to that. <laughs> That's how you're supposed to move when you're a grown-ass individual. Okay, you do your dirt all by your lonely and you keep the cameras and everything else away. Drop one of the clues bombs for Michael Jordan for still keeping it player in these streets. And then speaking of exclusive clubs, a club has kicked out a member for leaking Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin's location mm. to paparazzi. And this club is called the San Vicente Bungalows. It's known for its privacy and they have two very intense rules. They said no photography or videography of any kind is permitted on the club premises or surrounding areas. Mm -hmm. No posting on social media or discussion about the club, its members and their guests or club activities is permitted. So whoever leaked out that location, they have been kicked out. They found out who the person was and they their membership was terminated. 
everybody getting the memo except for Paul Pierce. We just had two stories back to back about people who know how to move on the low, who don't have to put all their business out on the street. Why didn't Paul Pierce get that memo this weekend? All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Revolt. MV Cochran. Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Everybody else, the people's got choice. What kind of ring? Mix is up next. <laughs> Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Mountain Dew is partnering with HBCUs in an effort to uplift the next generation of badass black innovators and entrepreneurs with the Real Change Opportunity Fund Pitch Competition. Empowering students to go out and do. Visit MountainDew.com slash Real Change to enter. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Did you see what uh, they're, they're about to do in Atlanta, Yee? What are they about to do? They're saying Governor Kemp has signed three executive orders to roll back many of the restrictions. Restaurants, bars, and other social spots will no longer face limits or number of people. Shelter I didn't in, know they did now. Shelter in place <laughs> orders for residents in Georgia long-term care facilities, which have been in, in place since March, will be lifted. The amount of space people will have to keep with each other before it was six feet. Now it's three feet in movie theaters and three and now a half Now what feet. does this mean for the car show? Oh, I'm glad you threw out the car show. Nah, it just means that the car <laughs> show is great. It's going to be popping. Yeah. July 3rd, July 4th is going to be amazing. So make sure if you haven't got your tickets, uh, get your tickets. It looks like we'll be able to release some more tickets for, for for people out there. But this is an amazing thing out in Atlanta. So I can't wait for you guys to come to the Drive Your Dreams car show, your favorite celebrity cars, exotic cars, exclusive cars, paid in full era, stuff for kids, and more. It's going to be great. Thank you for that segue. July 4th weekend in Atlanta. <laughs> See you there. Now, does it matter? Now, what if they come to you and they say they want you to pull out of the car show to uh, protest against voter suppression in Atlanta? What do you mean? They'll pull out. <laughs> what, do what do you mean? If they ask you to pull out because they want you to protest against voter suppression? Yeah, just like Major League Baseball moved. Can, would you move yours to Denver? Well, this this is the thing, right? Major uh, League Baseball is a billion-dollar company. Mm -hmm. DJ Envy is not. Okay. I don't get your point. I, yeah, already, I, mean, I already paid for the venue. I already paid for it. I don't get my money back. Just, oh, just, got you, got you, got you. But you got if, this, if sponsor, Envy, you got it. But if a sponsor wants to come by and say, yo, Envy, move it, you know, we'll pay for you to move it. I'm definitely in. Like, Charlemagne, the Black Effect Network. I think the Black Effect Network should sponsor and make a call right now and say, Envy, don't do no. it. And y'all pay them to have it moved. No, got because y'all shouldn't have been there to begin with. So why should I get involved? <laughs> or Angela Yee, you got all those businesses and jobs. I think you should be like, yo, Envy, I'm going to pay for y'all to move it. I'm just trying to capitalize off your car show and come sell some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got the positive note next. Keep it locked. <laughs> it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. You got a positive note? Oh, first, shout out to Kelly Price for joining us this morning. Yes, yes. thanks to Kelly Price. That was really amazing. She was, was so open about so many things in her life. Yeah, make sure y'all... Uh, Just on the personal side. You never know what's happening in somebody's real, real life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and make sure y'all go get um Kelly Price's album, Grace, which is available right now. And also, um, salute to everybody who's been downloading We've Got Answers, uh, which is an Audible original that I released last week via Audible and Audible only. So, you know, if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, go do that, okay? If you got any and friends... I wanna any, any white friends that are always asking you questions about racism and you tired of answering them, just direct them to this project. We got answers on Audible. And I want to thank everybody for watching. My first episode of Mastery of Comedy, which dropped yesterday, was a show that I created and produced. And we actually got four 
pretty established comics to help some up and coming comedians and mentor them. And it is really touching and really great information. If anybody's been interested in public speaking or doing comedy, this gives you all kinds of different tips and, and tricks and things that you can do to actually excel at it. So I think um, you'll see there'll be six episodes that are coming out every Monday and we just started yesterday. 